Hi guys, welcome to Best Friend Energy Unpacked. I'm Clea. And I'm Joanna. If you did not hear Tuesday's show, you have to go back and listen to our conversation with country superstar Miranda Lambert. I mean, what a dream to actually totally. get to talk to her. And amazing. In, in, in person. Um, so we actually got to do the interview at her bar here in Nashville at Casa Rosa. It was so fun. She's so fun. It was kind of like, I don't know, surreal. No, it was. It was sort of like we're hanging out, but I'm like, I hope she feels that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's amazing. We talked about her new book. Wait, hold on. Let me try and say it the way I said it before. Y'all eat yet? No. No, I, I'm not. I, no, not, you still don't pass. I still don't no, do it? Okay. Y'all no. y'all eat yet? Uh, you you tried to go too hard on y'all. Uh, y'all y'all yeah. eat yet. Yeah. Okay. We talked about so many other things too. You have to go give that a listen. So today we're going to talk about something that is taking up all of my mental energy, Taylor Swift's breakup. I know. How do you even have time to work, Leah? I can't. It's really disrupted. It's, it's amazing me. you're able to do anything else. It's all I can think about. Um, we're also going to talk about Joanna's jury duty, mm-hmm. uh, which is also really important. But, you know, Taylor Swift is all right, Taylor the most Swift important person in my life. Um, and we will also, of course, take your DMs. But first, we're going to take a very quick break and be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, guys, we are back to talk about Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn breaking up. Whew. All right. I am so Are you like stress eating from this? I am stress everything about this. It's probably why I can't sleep. It might be. I've been having a lot of trouble sleeping. And honestly, this really might be up. up. So, okay. When Taylor was performing her era's tour in Tampa, Florida, she told the crowd... So we have a lot to catch up on. Don't, don't you we? think that's just because that she was on such a long break from touring? You don't think it had anything I, to do? I don't think so. You don't think it was a commentary on the breakup? No. Okay. That, that I don't. What about she took out the song Invisible String and put in the song The One, which is a breakup song? Now that I think is something to talk about. Because it is so hard for her to switch up songs on the tour. And she loves to leave an Easter egg. Oh, she does. So that I think is something real. So this is something else that I think is kind of interesting. Taylor is, you know, has been so private in the last few years. Right. And especially with her relationship with Joe, like so private. She kind of was strutting around New York, letting photographers take photos of Mm. her, like out and about. Do you feel like that's like a revenge walk? I don't, well, we don't know the terms on the breakup. So I don't know if it's a revenge situation or maybe she just, maybe she's just proving that she's fine and that she's out and about. Why does it have to be a negative? I don't know. The whole thing is a negative. Well, maybe it's just sad, but maybe she's trying to prove to her, all of her fans that she's okay. Okay. So number one, are we, do, do you feel a hundred percent like that this is real? They broke up. Yes. Okay. I do too. Unfortunately. I do. I, I was living in the land of like, maybe it's not. No, maybe, I, I think that's right. First of all, I've been stressed, as you know, for Taylor yeah. about the Eras tour anyway. Yes. Because she has 700,000 songs to sing and like, how is she going to do it? I know. This has been a huge stress. Huge stress. Yeah. So first I was like, how is she going to fit all these songs in? Then we saw the set list. It's 45 songs. Now I'm stressed for her stamina. How okay. is she going to do it? Right. How is she going to make no, it No, she probably talks to Shania and they have, what did she they say? Can, professional dedication. Yes. So 45 song set list, over three hours of a performance. I'm already worried for her. Yes. Okay. Same. Hear me out. Okay. How 
is she going to now sing Lover? How is she going to sing like half the songs on Reputation? How is she going to sing Delicate? How is she going to sing? Do you think that she broke up a long time ago and has already processed this? Okay, I've thought about that too. Okay. I think, because doesn't she have to do that on her own first? You mean like break up? Like process it herself. Before, of course. Yeah. I don't think things do not normally leak in Taylor's camp. So I think it, I mean, it had to have been like a- Right, so maybe she's already processed it and we're just now mourning the loss. You think? I don't know. It had to have been not in real time. That's what I mean. Yes, like, I believe that. It, it could have been many months ago. No, it couldn't have been. Why? She wouldn't do that to me. <laughs> I just feel like it, like it, No, but she might have had to so that she could perform. You think that she's just like- premeditated No, but she's, up. she might have been like, I need to figure this out. Oh, before this huge tour? Maybe. Do you think Taylor broke up with Joe or Joe broke up with Taylor? I think it was a mutual amicable thing. Why? Why do you think this? I just do. You think that it was mutual yeah, and amicable? I do. I have no... You I, think that they... they I'm not they a Taylor just, Swift correspondent. Okay, that's true. Do you think that they just drifted apart? That's the saddest of all to me. I know that is the saddest. Because if they, if someone broke up with someone, there was like fiery and no, whatever. I, sadly, like, I don't think there was fiery. I think it was an amicable. And again, I have separating of ways. Zero, zero. Because if it was death. fiery, then they could get back together. Yeah, I, I think it's an amicable thing. And again, I have zero data to support. All right, so I've been talking a lot about this with Stella. Okay. Because she's actually the Taylor Swift correspondent Perfect. that we should be talking to. Yeah. We're going to get amazing songs out of this. So right. to look on the positive, we're going to get a great album. It's really true. Uh, but I genuinely don't know how she's going to get through these she songs. She might be fine, and maybe that's why she's out and about. Well, like, the one, I mean, that's on Folklore. She literally spent the entire pandemic locked down with Joe writing songs for Folklore and Evermore. I mean, if anybody can turn, like, lemonade into lemons. No, nope, other, other yep, way. the other way. Other way. That, then it's her. Again, I was already worried about her set list and then her set list came and I was like, wow, there's a lot of songs. And I was worried about like, is she no, going to dance? Been, I, right. You should send her a bill. The honestly. costume changes. You're, you're really. She's living rent free in my head. She sure is. Yeah, I know. I know. But I was, I, okay. I've actually been pre-worried about a breakup for a long time yeah. because I didn't want it to impact the tour. Yeah. Well, it hasn't. It, no, it hasn't. But it's no. like, is she okay? Yeah. She's, she's out. She's okay. But what if she's like, has to be out no, to like prove I, she's okay. I don't think I don't think that's you. You think she's okay? Yes, Taylor. If you're listening, and I really, <laughs> <laughs> and I really hope you are, but you're probably not. Um, I'm worried about you. You can always phone a friend. Phone a friend. That's yeah. right. I'm just feel free to call in, Taylor. Feel, right. <laughs> DM us. <laughs> slide into our DMs. They may get back together, even though she says never, ever, 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 ever getting back together. But that was about a different. I ex. know. About I know, that. and I feel like that. I know. Like I was happy. It's just like she seemed in a good place. She did. You know what? The best is yet to come. Okay. Poly positive. Yeah. Um, we have a thing that uh, with Lauren Lagarde, who, <laughs> who's always on our show with us, um, where we meant to say poly or like she positive meant to say, poly, yeah. but we ended up just saying poly pocket, and yeah. which makes absolutely no sense Not, at all. No sense. So when we're trying to be positive, we just say, I know I'm being poly pocket, which <laughs> to be clear makes Means nothing. nothing. Yeah. Let's take a very quick break and we'll be back to talk about Joanna's experience with jury duty. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
go to your happy price, price line. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, Joanna. You are, so let's set the scene for okay. everyone. First of all, the scene is, is that I lived in San Francisco and I was also called to jury duty and I actually served on the jury. That is, I, I would pay money. I would have popcorn out to see you on a jury. Yeah, I was pretty stressed. Did you have a notebook? Yes. Were you taking notes? Yes. I knew you would be. Because you're so anxious about like getting everything right and like not sending someone to prison. A hundred percent. Of course. And it wasn't. It's your civic responsibility. Very important. And the judge reminded us of that yesterday. Oh, okay. And thanked everybody, which I appreciate the thanks. I really did not get selected though yesterday. I did not get selected. I stayed through the selection process. So first of all, I need everyone to understand Joanna's main pain points in life. Okay. (laughs) They involve parking. All right. (laughs) courtrooms, I think. Yeah. Like any kind of like government building yeah. that has like like metal detectors and passes and yeah. forms and anything related to the law. Okay. Anything related to the law, but also anything related to like you need to show up at this counter yes. and like turn in this paperwork. Yes. And like, I can't even believe you ever got a driver's license. It just feels no, like it's beyond. Very, uh, the day I turned 16, actually, that's how excited I was. You were that excited? Yeah. Okay. I failed my test multiple times. <laughs> that's another story for another day. I, I felt I felt much better walking in with a pack of people that were also attending jury duty. Okay. So you went in with a pack. I did. Okay. I asked if this was a line for jury okay. duty. <laughs> <laughs> and then just attached yourself to 100%, the group. This nice young woman that was that was near me. Okay, yes. so you guys went in together. We went in together. Then you sit, and the judge, you know, thanks you for your civic responsibility. You know who also served in jury duty here? Who? Taylor Swift. She did. Mm-hmm. Just want to say that. Anyway, so yeah, I did. I sat there. I was just so nervous because it just feels like anything can happen. Sure. It feels like you're about to go on trial. It does. Yeah. You feel guilty just walking in and I didn't do anything wrong. Well, that's why I'm like, this is such a trigger for you. I can't imagine you doing this. So in San Francisco, you actually served. I did. So let me just say my only experience with jury duty, Mm -hmm. I was like 20. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I got a summons. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think that's right. I got a summons. I like deferred. I was like, "Mm, I have class. I have a job. I don't know. (laughs) So I deferred. Didn't think much of it. I think I might have deferred a couple of times. And I think that after a couple of times, I just was like, this feels optional. Like, (laughs) this doesn't feel like no one's coming for me. Wrong. I got a letter. um, There was a warrant out for my arrest (laughs) because I had uh, like dodged jury duty. Yeah, you can't. Well, it turns out you can't. No. Um, So I ended up going. I had to go. I guess everyone has to go. But I really thought, I was 20. I was living in New York City. I was invincible. They know where you live. Yes, they do. They know everything about you. They sure do. Yeah. What were you thinking? uh, I don't know. I just was thinking I didn't have to. So I did have to go. I did not get selected. Once I actually went, I was like, well, now I want to go. Well, here's the thing I was thinking about yesterday when I was sitting there. I was like, if Cleo is here, because it's also fascinating. So the other part of my brain is like, wow, this is really interesting. And then I was thinking, if Cleo was on the jury, this would be her whole personality. Yes. Like, 100%. This is like she... I would be Gwyneth Paltrow in court. You would... You wouldn't want to think about a single other thing. Correct. Even Taylor Swift might not even make it into your brain. 
Mm, I don't Clea, know. Clea, you would, this would be your whole personality is jury duty. Uh, I know. I, you I would, would take become, it so seriously. You would become best friend with all the other people selected. Oh, I would, how many phone numbers do you think I would have by oh, now? Every we single would, juror. Yes. They would all be invited to my next birthday party. hundred yeah. percent. Like this would be your whole personality. I know. And I would be great at it. I, I just know I, I would. I think you would be great. Did you have like any thought process in your head? Like if they did select you and ask you questions. Oh, panic. Are you in a panic? Total panic. 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 So what, like, what were you going to say that was going to get you off? No, you wouldn't. Because you would say nothing. I would say nothing that would get me off because I would be just completely honest. I just was in a panic because they, you wouldn't be like, I hate laws. No, no, no. I'd be like, I'm scared of the laws. But that's also, you might get off for just being (laughs) like a little fearful mouse being like, I am so scared, you know? (laughs) Cinderella, Cinderella. Like, I just feel like you wouldn't be able to do it. No, it wasn't. I was panicked, though, because they, you know, they have to make sure that you're fair for the defendant and the prosecution. So that, like, they have to. Someone's been (laughs) clearly on legal Twitter. All right. So they have to ask the people that are sitting there all of these questions to, like, suss out who might be not a good fit to be an impartial juror. Mm -hmm. And I... Like, they'll, they'll ask you anything. And I felt like it was, like, Goonies, where they were, like, you know, asking about, like, Who's ever called 911? Who's ever who's ever gotten pulled over by for speeding? And like, people just raise their hands. Yes, everyone was like one time. No, it was truly they were like <laughs> one time in band camp. No, literally they were like 45 years ago I got pulled over in Alabama for speeding. Wow. You have to disclose all of this? Yes. God, that didn't happen in New York. And everyone like raised their hand and they went around the room and you told about- I did not experience that. Well, I, I was panicked. Also, I did get a speeding ticket not long ago. Oh, well, I mean, does that make you like a convict? No, but I just like would have had to, of course, disclose this. Okay, play this out with me. If you got a speeding ticket, what are they looking for? They, they Well, they just need to make sure that you're a good fit. I mean, I think each time you're in, they ask you different questions based on what the, the case is. Yeah. Ooh. So what if they, if they were like, would you panic if they were like, has anyone here held a bloody knife? Yeah. Okay. So like, are, do they ask questions? Like, or are you like, oh God, now we're in for murder? Oh, no, you would know that prior. You would know that yeah. prior. They would have already disclosed that. Oh. So they tell, do, what do they say at the beginning? They give you, they give you the synopsis of like the indictment. Indictment? Yeah. It, it's, is it an indictment? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was for someone special. Nope. Okay. So <laughs> tell me this. They tell you kind of in broad strokes uh-huh. what the case is going to be. That's right. What was the case? I can't, I can't disclose. You can't disclose? No. It's secret? Well, I don't know, but I'm not going to go down like that. Okay. Maybe when the case is done. I don't know. So if they're asking you about getting a speeding ticket, is it like something involving a car? I don't know. Well, you do know. You're just not telling us. Oh, you should see the look on her face, the smug smile. There's no smug. Well, I think that if you get dismissed, you can be like, look, it was a hit and run. I don't know. I don't know when it when it's going to be over, the case. Okay. Were there any murders that day? I don't know because I wasn't on those cases. <sighs> boring. I'm sorry. So you got a boring case. Perhaps. Perhaps. But you didn't get selected anyway. No. If I got selected on like a crazy case, I, I mean, you guys, it would, oh. I would be. First of all, you can't talk about it. Well, though. But that's, well, I would. I'd you, cu- no, you no, I know, I know. I don't want to get arrested, but I would be unbearable if I was oh. on an important case. Oh, I know you'd be unbearable. But you, oh, the thing is, unbearable. you actually wouldn't because you literally can't talk about it. But I would tell everyone that, I'm sorry, I can't talk about it. It's it's a really important case. That's what I would say. And then it would be even more annoying. Not dissimilar yeah. from the way you're being right now. <laughs> Little smug from having been a jury duty. Won't tell your best friend. <laughs> <the case. laughs> 
what the case no, was. I live by the law. Oh God, Joanna really does live by, I'm surprised they didn't pick you. No, I just didn't get randomly selected. You're the most law abiding citizen I've ever met Thank in my you. life. I really It's am. a highest phrase. I, you it's could, the truth. Okay. This is going to play in my favor because when I get selected, I'm going to say the only time I've ever been in trouble with the law is for skipping out on jury duty. We'll see what happens to you. Oh, I'm definitely, I'm either going to jail or they'll let me off. I definitely don't think I'm going to be picked for that. Well, I don't know. C- clearly, I do not take jury duty as seriously as other people. Well, that's true. I, and, it, and it's a true statement. I think they that might not actually, ask you that question though. What if I volunteer it? <laughs> you could volunteer. They, they would let you volunteer it. Volunteer information. Yes. Yes. So I think that that's what I'll do. Okay, I'm glad we worked through that. That me is too. actually really helpful okay. for me. Somehow I've turned your jury duty into something <laughs> Listen, about if I me. can be if I can be a scholar for for jurors everywhere. Yeah. All right, are you ready for some DMs? I'm Joanna? so ready. Okay, Jenna DM'd us. Clea, I heard on the podcast with Sumner that you love Bob Dylan. That is an understatement. That's true. Can we hear more about this? Favorite songs, favorite time seeing him perform live. Oh, girl, Jenna. How much time do you have? That's the thing is like- Joanna's going to take a a break. No, I'll be in the bathroom and coming back in about 15 minutes here. No, no, no. I'll be succinct. Okay. Okay. To the extent that I can. We're going to travel back in time to 1990. Here we go. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm just kidding. Um, But not really. From a very young age- Here we go. Bob Dylan. Can I believe you you get one question out of the four here? Bob Dylan was just my (laughs) all-time favorite person to listen to. My parents are- huge. I join his face right now. It's like, get me out of here. <laughs> um, my, my parents, like I grew up listening to Bob Dylan and that whole era of music, really. Joni Mitchell, Neil Young, um, Joanna's favorite is Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. Um, and so Bob Dylan's just always, always, always been my favorite. And the very first time I saw him live was at the El Rey Theater in Los Angeles when I was in high school. And my parents brought me as a surprise to the show. It's for anyone who knows the El Rey or for everyone who doesn't, it's a small club, like no seats, standing room only. Like the fact that Bob Dylan was playing at the El Rey was insane. You know, like the next time I saw him was like at Madison Square Garden. Like it's just insane. So he played this really small, intimate room and it was the first time seeing him. And I stood like looking, you know, right at the stage, like looking up at him singing Mr. Tambourine Man. I was just in heaven. And it was to this day, one of the most special memories of my life. I said I would be succinct. I'm not, but this is, I, but you know how I feel about Bob Dylan. <laughs> I do. Don't talk about Bob Dylan that <laughs> I, way. I do. Um, and so Mr. Tambourine Man is my all-time favorite song because it's the first song that I had like a real like attachment to yeah, I get that. as a kid. Um, but I have a lot, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna go through them all, but there's an album specifically called Blood on the Tracks. It's a breakup album, kind of like Taylor Swift okay. and Joe Alwyn, but okay. not. And um, there's a couple of songs on it, Idiot Wind specifically. That's what I listen to every single day and Visions of Johanna, every single day that's not on Blood on the Tracks, that's on Blonde on Blonde. But um, those two songs got me through cancer. So I love that. So the craziest thing ever for me in my life, aside from like, I don't know, coming up with this company that did well (laughs) and everything. um, But one of the craziest things is that years ago, John photographed Bob Dylan for the first time. This is actually amazing. And he's shot a few of his album covers and since. And John let me, oh God, I hope no one from Bob's team is listening to this. John let me come to, to help him on set. He really did need an assistant. And I was like, I had like a knife at his throat. And I was like, if you don't let me be that assistant. Anyway, I'm 
probably sure that they didn't want a super fan there. <laughs> I played it very cool. I was super cool. Bob, Bob, asked me at one point to hand him a guitar. Oh. No, that's amazing. I blacked out. No, so, I, that's anyway, amazing. But it was one of the most surreal moments of my entire life. I believe that. And I know this to be true about you. Yeah. All right, Jenna, that was quite a journey we yeah, went on together. Okay. If we you want to DM it. me separately, we can continue the conversation. <laughs> um, okay, this is from Carrie. Wait, I just listened to the pod with Sarah Yergrau. Um, For you guys who had not listened to that episode yet, you need to go check it out because Sarah, she was a producer on Get Organized with the Home Edit. She's and she's so funny. So funny and she's the best. So go listen to that one. Um, she uh, Carrie also says, you did end up doing The Floor is Lava, right? Is it as hard as it looks? Whew, let me tell you. Very hard. Very hard. And I wasn't wrong to be so worried about my knee because we had to do a full medical exam prior to going on the With Dr. Lava. Isaac. No, not Dr. Isaac. Oh, I know. A separate doctor in like a van. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> With an EKG. Yes. To do an EKG before you have to be on Floor's Lava is a little unnerving. Wild. It's unnerving. Yeah. And he said, he, my heart rate was so high. And he goes, are you nervous? <laughs> and I was like, yes, sir. I am very nervous because I'm about to be on Floor's Lava. And he's like, better than naked and afraid. <laughs> and I was like, no. you do that one too? No. Yeah. And of course, I was already panicked because we had to first fill out a million medical forms. I know. So and you that, don't like forms. No, I don't like forms. And then I had to have an EKG. I I had to do it too. <laughs> You're yelling at me. I'm on your side. I didn't want to do this. So then, so for Flora's Lava, if you guys haven't seen what Flora's Lava is like, it's kind of like American Gladiators, but with lava. Right, like, right. Like you have to go through like obstacle courses That's and right. find coins or whatever like you have jump to jump from like you're like in Super Mario Brothers but as not humans. A, right. That's exactly that's and exactly right. Yeah, and you're like flying squirrels over lava. That's right. Right. So it's a wild thing. And Joanna and I were on a team with Bobby from Queer Eye. None of us were really well suited for this. None. And when you if you make it across, you you win. We none of us <laughs> made it across. We all got submerged That's right. in lava. The crazy thing about the lava, though, which I don't know why I didn't like consider this, but it's like a honey yes, substance. Yes, it is. And when it gets on you, like you can't open your eyeballs. And no one seemed to tell us no, that. No one told us like, hey. Don't be alarmed you, when you can't hear or, or see. see. <laughs> and <laughs> just wade over to the side. <laughs> God. Through honey. The panic that set I, in. So, okay. So then you finally get out of the gelatinous uh, lava. Yeah. And then they wash you off in a kiddie pool on the side of the stage. I think they give you three showers. Three. That's right. So they wash you off in a kiddie pool on the side of the stage. That does nothing. Nothing. <laughs> that nothing. is a knife are, to a gunfight. That's right. With the honey <laughs> substance. I think there are egg yolks in it. Who I don't knows even know. What's in it? It's crazy. And because it can't just be water because you can't be, you can't hurt yourself when you fall in. That's right. So it has to be gelatinous. It's, yeah. But you sink and let me just tell you, there's like six inches and of- you're, you're also in full clothing. So of course you sink like a stone. Right. And it's just the fact it's that in it's your in ears. your ears. And it's in your eyes. And you can't open your eyes. You can't open your eyes. I had contacts in. So I was like, I'm done. I'm yeah. done here. Yeah. So then they take you from the first kiddie pool shower into a trailer shower. That's right. That also does pretty much nothing. <laughs> no, that's right. And you change your clothes because you have to throw out your clothes. You, you Well, but then there's the third shower in your actual trailer, a okay. private shower. That's right, right. Finally, you're in a private shower right. where you, uh, the only thing you can do is just throw everything out. Like, I mean, it, it you, is, you, you, you can, can barely can even move. pick it up. You, yeah, it's so heavy. It's super glued onto the floor of the shower. I was like, wow, I really like those pants, but I guess I don't own no, them anymore. No, it's like swimming in the ocean in, sweat, in a sweatsuit. Except the ocean is just water. 
But I mean, that's the heaviness when you get, if you were to jump in. Okay, now now do it with honey. The fact that we had hair and makeup done prior. Oh, what in the world? I mean, this is going to go down as one of the biggest mistakes we made. Oh, that honestly, what a wild, that we should hair not have done that. and makeup. Okay, anyway, Carrie. Thanks for these DMs. We really, we went on a journey <laughs> love, with everyone. We love the DMs, by we the way. We do love the DMs. Please keep sending them in. DM us at Best Friend Energy on Instagram, on TikTok. You can visit us at bestfriendenergypod.com. We always want to hear from you guys so we can go on these fabulous tangents that are way too long. So that is it for this episode. We'll have a brand new show of Best Friend Energy next Tuesday. Um, can't wait to talk to you then. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. 